You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. our home cooking but we don't like it strange that's why we're all right in the electric range you're listening to chirp radio my name is ari mejia i'm in the studio today with brett coons brett how are you today i'm doing very well thank you thanks for having me when did you start writing music i think i wrote my first song when i was 13 or 14 i got a guitar and basically uh, taught myself for a while. The first instrument I ever learned how to play was the harmonica, and I can still play that, but I never do. Um, And then guitar. And then I started learning keyboards around, I don't know, maybe 2008 or something like that. We actually found a Hammond organ in McKinley Park and brought it home and it worked. And I had a wind organ at that point too. Then I got into synthesizers an acoustic piano came into my life, a spinet, and so I started trying to learn technique on that. So I started learning some scales and arpeggios and stuff and got as far as I could. Then I found out that you could take private piano lessons at Harold Washington College, and so I started doing that. And I took voice there as well. There were just a a couple of things that after going on a few tours, I realized were not, I wasn't doing as well in my work. And Um, I noticed that in a lot of other bands I saw, like, there were certain things that I wanted to be better about them, too. So I started, um, started doing that myself. It was a heavy load that you carried back home. Let the open arms of a Winter's dream carry you away With diamonds surrounding all you thought of And floating behind you all So when I listen to your album, Low Light Trades, well, all your music, all the time, I feel like your music just... It transcends space and time. That sounds a little tripped out. But I mean, I just feel like there's a timelessness to your work. What does your music sound like for you? If I was going to describe the music on Low Light Trades to somebody, I usually call it chamber pop, just like more complex pop music. And I would compare it to Colin Blundstone or The Zombies. Uh, And the stuff I'm doing now, I I would compare it to, um, it's got some roots in like solo Paul McCartney and Big Star. Like I definitely hear something and then uh, try and write a song like that, you know? I I always set out to do that and it comes out sounding a lot different. Like I'll write a song maybe in a particular style and play it for somebody and they'll be like, it reminds me of this thing and it's a completely different thing. Do you like that or do you hate that? I like that, yeah. I think it's how a lot of good music is written by taking, by trying to make something sound like something that you like but still like communicating something personal that is important to you. And then you end up coming up with something new. I'm trying to make music that's more universal. And there's been other times when I wanted to make music that was more abstract that only a certain amount of people could relate to. Like an earlier project, it was, uh, that was called Breckand is Dead, which turned into Blue Zone, which turned into Cool Memories. It was like a decade long band. That yeah, wait, a- when did that start? 2005, 2004. There was a certain album that we made with that project. It was called Responsibility. That was like a pretty political like or social album. 
we were making the songs, trying to make them self-consciously abstract and hard to understand. There was one song where I wrote two sets of lyrics and then like combined the words so that they weren't real words anymore, you know? It was something that I could latch onto because it was something that I wanted to do and I was really gratified when we successfully did it. But in terms of like playing it to other audiences, sometimes people really liked it. Lots of times people found it hard to relate to, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I basically, you know, just had had this amorphous project for a really long time and Trump got elected president and I decided to start focusing on solo music because uh, I think I wanted to uh, use less equipment I just wanted to make less of an imprint, like, in in every way, you know, and be more mobile because things started seeming a lot less stable then. That was definitely part of it, you know. But I'd also had all these songs that every now and then I would play solo and people really seemed to respond to them. And I was like, this is, like, the time. Like, Leonard Cohen had just died. I was like, this is the time for me to kind of uh, record these songs and see what happens with them. Just the process for writing songs. Do you feel like there's like a solid way? What does that look like? It kind of varies a little bit from song to song. Like some, the songs do get written in different ways. Like some I write, start out as lyrics and melody lines that I've written on my bike. But the general intention is to write some personal music that other people can relate to and is touching in a certain way. When I'm writing on my own, there's probably, there's like three different ways that a song happens in that format. One, like I'll come up with like some kind of catchy lyric or idea that I think can carry a song. Cause I've been in a pop frame of mind these past couple of years. And then I'll go home and figure out the chords that go around that and then write a song around it. Or be playing guitar and come up with a vocal line and a guitar part at the same time that seems like it can carry a song and it'll expand from that. Like on Low Light Trades, For instance, um, with the song Meat Off the Bone, you eat the meat right off the bone and eat alone for the last time as far as you know. That just like came into my head out of nowhere. You know, it was just like an image. You take the meat right off the bone And then after that, like a few more lines came and I kind of like figured out that I was like writing a song about resources and you know, capitalism and imperialism. You only saved your hand from a fate worse than death. I've written some very short plays and some medium-length one-act plays and musicals, and I've done comics. Most of the plays that I've been involved in and put together have been um, pretty surreal. I was always interested in uh, comics and sci-fi as a kid. I would read comics, but I, I didn't have any of my own. Like, friends would loan them to me, so I'd maybe, like, read an issue of the X-Men every now and then. Like, 
get a book on the golden age of comics and like see some of the characters and storylines, but there was always these big missing chunks. So I more just got like this general idea of what comics in that style were. And the same way with sci-fi, like I would, I read some Ray Bradbury and would check in with it from time to time, but I never got really deep. One was kind of like a reworked version of uh, Moby Dick where Captain Ahab was uh, trying to hunt down a giant white macchiato. <laughs> what kind of game would you like to play? Cause I've got something here that could make you sleep. What kind of hour would you like to spend? And it all depends. Can you pretend? Through sadly awakening these powers, you will comfort me. You make comics, you make films, you make plays, you make musicals, and you also mm -hmm. write music, solo, band. Do you feel like you've gravitated towards music? What do you feel like kind of suits you in, at this moment or in general? Experimenting in a lot of different mediums for a long period of time, I think, is something that uh, everybody should do. But after a point, it starts to feel a little bit decadent because maybe the only person that's benefiting from all this experimenting is you because you're not devoting enough energy to making something as good as it could possibly be. Like I've made a lot of things and then immediately deserted them because there was something else to focus on. It's also like not, it's, it makes it hard for you to get anywhere as, as a person who's trying to uh, buy food and stuff like that and make some money off your art. I definitely like the writing a lot. Um, yeah, the the writing is really gratifying, especially when you're writing a song that's that goes into a different key or a, in a strange place from where it started. When you find the way to bring it back, or you figure out exactly how far you can take it away from where it started before it starts to become odd, and you find that through playing in front of people and things like that. Like when you find that, that's really gratifying. This is not the first album you recorded yourself. It's the first album that I've recorded and mixed myself totally. playing any shows? Yeah. I've gotten a band together for the new solo stuff that I'm doing and some of the older solo stuff that's on Low Light Trades. We're playing a show that I'm very excited about at The Hungry Brain on August 8th at 8 p.m. Thanks so much, Brad. Thank you, Ari. You can find this and other interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.